Buenos Nachos, muchachos. Welcome one and all to the anime podcast of some sort. I'm David Majors, your brand new Great Lakes Regional Director of the No Ludes Crew. Thank you very much. I got promoted. My co-host, as always, Jack D. Allister. What's up, Jack? Art, art, so much art. Please send help. I'm drowning in ink and rain. We're actually raining and the state doesn't know how to handle it. We're flooding. Yeah. There's so much going on. Now, now, everybody, for, for those that don't know, Jack lives in the state of California. There's rain there now for the first time in like 14 years. <laughs> Not that much. I do know what rain looks like. Okay, okay. Nine years. Nine years. It's like a year. Okay, okay. A year. <laughs> so, so while... It's rain. Just not in good measure. Oh, dear. So while Jack is waiting for the the sewage system in California to work itself out through the drainage system and everything, let's talk about some stuff. It's been a little while. Uh, of course, with the Thanksgiving holiday, Jack and I both took a break. So we're back to do some conversations about Japanimation. Jackson, there was yes. a lot of announcements, some Big announcements, wasn't there? Oh my gosh, there's there's a lot, a lot of shows, a lot of things coming in, and it, you know, it all kind of smells familiar. I, I'm not, I'm not sure why. I just can't put my finger on it. I feel like I'm just having the most powerful sense of deja vu. Jack, in the immortal words of the late great Robin Williams, "What year is it?" <laughs> Thank you. Because. It was recently announced, and we're just going to run through them all. Uh, we're going to give all of them their equal time, I think. First of all, first and foremost, after years and years and years of rumors and speculation and fantasy booking and fantasy casting and development hell, years and years and years. I swear I first heard people talking about this when I was still on active duty, which was over a decade ago. Jesus. Over a decade, that finally, 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 there will be a live-action adaptation on Netflix of the seminal, groundbreaking anime, Cowboy Bebop. Yes, the Cowboy Bebop live-action that we've all been talking about since the days of V-Bulletin forums is finally going to happen for real, for real, for real, for real. It's actually happening jack it's about time but is it about time in this climate of there is nothing new under the sun we'll get into that but cowboy bebop is still fantastic it's just the fa it's just kind of poor timing in my personal opinion with everything else surrounding it but david um <sighs> You said you had you know, a lot to share about this. Sorry. I, I feel like... I feel I, I like... Feel, I, feel, <laughs> I feel more lukewarm than I should is, be. I'm sorry. I, I'm definitely lukewarm about it because I feel like this has been something that has been bandied about for so long. And now that it's finally actually happening, I kind of don't care. Like, it's just... yeah. Thank you. So uninspiring. This probably 
would have been a lot cooler maybe two or three years after I watched Cowboy Bebop for the first time. But the anime came out literally 20 years ago. The actual anime itself is older than a lot of what people now see as the current anime fandom itself. And I just feel like whomever decided to pick this up and go for it, maybe they're capitalizing on demand. I don't know, but I just I just don't care. This is something that I never asked for. I never wanted uh, being an OG I just feel like if you're going to watch Cowboy Bebop, if you're going to give us Cowboy Bebop content, give us a remaster. Give us a Blu-ray. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's kind of the same feeling I have with the Avatar reboot of, okay, great. I'm sure you're going to get people who really look and even act the part, maybe, fingers crossed, not going to count on it. But... The essential, quintessential, definitive version pretty much already exists. So give me a nice box set. Give me the nice, give me the goods. As a matter of fact, didn't we, didn't we just get one not that long ago? Because like I said, this is 2018 and it just celebrated its 20th anniversary. Because I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we just got that. I, guess I believe we did too. I guess that's why they're capitalizing on it. I guess that's why. But man, what? And it's not like Netflix or or most anime live action adaptations have the best track record. No, 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 they don't. I'm I'm not the type of person that will automatically damn any kind of live action adaptation for an anime. I'm not. I'm just making the point that so far, the track record has not been very good. I let the Ghost in the Shell movie slide for effort and execution for the most part. But generally, they're more like the mm. Death Note Netflix series than than something better. And I'm just... I, I'm not looking forward to this, and I'm I'm really not. It it just, I I don't know. This is one of those things yeah, that the first thing al- that came into my that has mind always felt just, like a bad idea. Yeah. The first thing that came to my mind is I just want to rewatch Cowboy Bebop now that I heard this news, and I think a lot of people are probably thinking the same thing. Uh, you're you're absolutely right, David. The first thing that came out of my friend's mouth when I first heard the news was, yeah, but I'm still kind of. Raw from Death Note. I'm still kind of... That's a fresh wound. Like, that was the first thing they mentioned. Not, oh, you know, I've really been enjoying the Castlevania series and all this... Ca- nope, nope, nope. Nothing good. First thought. Netflix, anime, adaptation. The first thing that comes into people's minds is going to be that Death Note. And regardless of whether you stand on it, that's not a good association. For overall. Which is really a shame because the Castlevania is really damn good. But again, this goes back to, yes. uh, I remember in the mid-2000s, people would jokingly cast a live-action Cowboy Bebop movie as a joke. And it's that's what it always was. It was a joke. It, it, was, it was something that you knew would never happen. 
kind kind of like a live action Neon Genesis Evangelion. You know it will never happen. And oh dear God, I just spoke that into existence. God No, it. it's gonna be a new you know what, David? You know what this is? We've moved past rule thirty-four. Everybody's starting to be real open about a lot of weird things. You know, so the internet has to move on and everybody has to move on. And now that creators are really starting to dig their heels in and get ish made, that means there will soon be a rule of the internet rule. I don't know. However, many we're counting at rule 1089. If it exists, there is a Netflix reboot of it or just a reboot. If it exists, there's a reboot of it. There it is. And Jack, be what it is. Let me just take a moment one more time. I've done this a few times on various podcasts recently to give a shout out to Warner Brothers and the Wachowski sisters and to let them know personally that we do not need anything back from the Matrix franchise. We don't need more movies. We don't need a TV series. We don't need another Animatrix. We, we don't need anything from the Matrix. Warner Brothers, Wachowski sisters, we're good. Y you don't good. have to do anything. It's fine. You You're good. Have to do Thank anything. you. Thank you. We're good here. We don't need any more water. <laughs> we don't need any more Matrix. That's the thing. I think people really, really neglect. And it's funny because anytime I talk to people on how they spend their spare time and when they're enjoying content, you know, if people say that they have a hankering for some media that they want to consume, nine times out of ten when I talk to somebody, they said, oh, I watched this a hundred times. I'm just watching it again. The content that you love exists in its best form already. Or, or not its best form in some cases, but in, in, in incarnations that, that have, you know, coherence. You don't need to remixing the flavors and twisting and turning it around. I say this and I'm an artist who is reimagining a bunch of characters from screenshots of cartoons. Shut up, Jack. <laughs> different. That's different. That, I put effort into that. And here's where I know that I am an alien in, in the nerd space. Because I lament and I ache and I pain over the fact that nowadays, Christopher Nolan pretty much directs a movie once a decade. And I look at the anime seasons and I see nowadays one, maybe two, if we're lucky, three concepts that are essentially new IPs. Other than that, everything is a sequel or a remake or, or just something that has already been done or, or something that is getting re-released or something that is getting a new season after 10 years or whatever. And I am clearly a in the minority when I say I want more new things. I want things to excite me in a way I haven't been excited before. I don't need to go back and watch Ergo Proxy again for another few years. I don't need to go back and watch Razafon again for another few years. Which, by the way, if you saw that article about the correct way to watch Neon Genesis Evangelion, just watch Razafon instead. <laughs> That's but I fantastic. Guess we 
I guess we got to talk about it, Jack. I guess we oh got to talk about it. I mustn't run away. I mustn't run away. I really want to run away. This, this makes me want to drink because... A- Ava, Ava. Ava's coming the, to Netflix. The the so-called <laughs> most important, most influential, greatest anime of all time, Okay, before we get any further in that, I do want to say one fucking thing. I know this is a little bit out of our jurisdiction for anime podcast of some sort, but it falls into the os of APOS. So, you know, kindly fuck off. But um, there were people that were tweeting images of APOS Evangelion next to pig screenshots from Spongebob because also tragically in news um, Stephen Hillenberg, marine biologist and noted creator of Spongebob Squarepants has unfortunately passed away at age 57 and people were saying like it's the, today is a day to honor two of the most influential do not this is worse than when I found all that shit where people are headcanoning the new Tom Holland Peter Parker as a flat I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Sorry, not sorry. Evangelion is not good. Let's roast it. God, Jack, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I, You know, I, I don't know when or, or how I knew uh, back in the A3K days, but you, every once in a while, you, you just renew my faith. You renew my faith. <laughs> just... And and thank thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. Neon Genesis Evangelion is back on. It is watchable through easy back means, and it's bullshit. on. It's it's yeah 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 it is, and and it's on Netflix. It will be on Netflix in 2019, and people are going to be watching it, and we're gonna have to see long written out analysis of it. We're going to see a bunch of 14-year-olds start going, we stand a sub boy. Even though Hideaki Anno has pretty much said, no, it's all bullshit. I was just fucking around because I thought the Christian imagery was cool. There's really nothing behind it at all. And regardless of your stance on the show, you know. Every character on the show is disgustingly unlikable. Yes. Aside from in some very rare moments and some little small moments of insight like that, like that insufferable family member that you have to have to dinner. Uh, Misato is at points bearable. And that is a very, that is putting it in the mildest term I can. And regardless of how you feel about the show going through, you know, you've sat there and you've, eaten up the mediocre mech that it started as with its weird theological imagery that again is complete bullshit and meant nothing the last two episodes and many aspect parts of the show just aren't finished hey everybody from from any budgetary standpoint you want to see an auteur have a nervous breakdown you want to look at the storyboards he didn't fucking finish if I didn't finish something, I'm upfront about it. I don't make it the last two episodes of my goddamn wank anime. I'm not sorry. Again, I'm I'm not sorry. Evangelion is garbage. Ray is unlikable because she has no personality to speak of. David, I name love one, you, Jack. I love you. One so thing much. you know about Ray. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What do you know anything about her character, Ray? Io, whatever the hell. Because I don't. Uh, she, she she's, she's got a face. That I want to punch. And, and you know, 
Hideaki Anno made her that way on purpose. And it's disgusting. <laughs> and then and... there's there's Asuka. Asuka. Just... Mm-hmm. The Queen Bee bitch. She the... is a bitch. Say it again. Say it again. Asuka is a bitch. Thank she's, you. She is the Thank worst you, character. She's, she's led all of these people who have gone on to make anime series think that the most attractive thing that a woman could possibly be is physically and verbally abusive to a weak-willed man who doesn't have a spine to stand up to himself. And I am single-handedly mad at Hideaki Yano for basically creating the entirety of Gainax's uh, output from here on then out. It's you and me against the world, Jack. It, it it actually might be you and me against the world. It really might be. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hideaki Yano uh, is responsible for shitty, etchy, and harem anime. And he's How unapologetic about, about it. Now? He, Where is and your he, god now? And he pumps so much merchandise and so much licensing into the world. 20-something years after the fact, he's still making money off of the licensing for this. And here's, here's the real litmus test here, David. As far as I know, there are two really big selling points for any mecha anime, regardless of whatever genre that they may have, whatever kind of cast of characters you're looking at, whatever the story is, the overall plot, whatever war they be fighting with these big boys. There are two things I know that you have to have that are essential to a good mecha anime, and that's the awesome uh, exploration of some kind of humanitarian philosophy you get real into that purple prose and cool looking robots. I don't think I can recognize an Ava fighter. And Neon ever. Genesis Evangelion has neither. Yeah, I, I do not think that they are very recognizable. And again, I don't tend to dip too much into Mecha, but like I know what Lancelot looks like from Code Geass because it's fucking memorable looking. It's this giant shining knight. Are you kidding me? It stands out because it's awesome and it's supposed to be awesome. What does the Ava unit have? Uh, uh, what color is it even? Let me double. I'm going to I'm going to guess and then I'm going to Google image. I believe purple. Purple. A purple, silver. And while Jack Ava, is looking at that, it's hey, what? kids. You what? You're are you one of those people that thinks all mecha anime are lame because they don't have anything to do with character or story or anything like that? And guess what? I know you've never actually watched a mecha show before, so shut the fuck up. Ah, it's purple and green, which is really hideous. Look, wow. The more images I look at this, the uglier it is. This is the worst thing I've ever seen for a mecha. It doesn't. Who have thought this cr- was okay? Hideo Hiano. Oh my god. Oh my god. But it's oh a no, deconstruction of mecha. It's a deconstruction. You you want the real Which Yoshiyuki here? Tomino didn't do with Space Runaway Edeon after Mobile Suit Gundam got canceled. You want a deconstruction? That's a deconstruction, you little shits. You know, I'm going to I'm going to put out the real tea here. I'm going to throw the real shade and just say um I really like the artist mangaka Moyoko Ano. 
Um, she made this really adorable little series called Sugar Sugar Rune. It's heavily French inspired, lots of uh, very old fashioned witch motifs that you don't typically see in a lot of anime. I think the other only other one that has that overt Halloween witch aesthetic is Little Witch Academia, which is the more mainstream one. But this one did it first. Very cute kind of Rococo art style with big doll eyes and everything. And a really interesting story that escalates and gets darker, not unlike a lot of people's favorite thing to wank off to, which has also kind of become a little bit of a desecrated sack of sad in recent years. Harry we haven't Potter. even got, we haven't even gotten to the movie for this piece of garbage <sighs> yet. We haven't even got to the movie. So my just point stick being, in. my point being, Moyoko Ano, who of course by that last name you might realize is married to this guy, uh, has far more talent than him, and to the point where it must be a goddamn it must be a travesty to be married to him because she made a fucking manga about it like a bio a biological manga <laughs> about being married to him in fact it's called something like really passive aggressive like my upward struggle or something <sighs> hideaki ano what do you do to people he he is i i can only imagine what Yoshiyuki Tomino was when he was around that age and and this must be close but Yoshiyuki Tomino actually has a happier side to him which Ano does not for a guy who is clearly influenced by Yoshiyuki Tomino and clearly influenced by what he created with Mobile Suit Gundam he really forgot the point of making characters likable because he's probably not a likable person no, he, he honestly, anytime I see it's called insufficient direction, first of all, and uh, Anno looks absolutely dumpy and hilarious in it. So, you know, it's perfect already. But basically looking through it, it, it's not fun to see what she has to deal with. I feel terrible for her. She's obviously very talented and creative. And anytime you see the guy in interviews, he's always like, Oh, these characters are fucked up and this is disgusting and you're all gross and I'm going to just kind of verbally berate you for putting so much analysis into it. I don't give a shit. Guy, the guy is apathetic to a fault, a really unlikable, disgusting fault. And just for confirmation, watch the movies, everybody. You ever see a movie where the creator openly despises his audience? Watch the movies. There you go. Well, I'm over that. I'd like to move away from this insufficient direction. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's go into something a little lighter, something a little brighter, even. Uh, yeah. What's this so about I know all of my uh, the my my friends, all their inner sixth grade girls, are probably shrieking in joy right now because. A little shoujo manga that got a little anime adaptation is going to get a more complete one that encompasses all of the manga. The smash hit Fruits Basket. Are you familiar at all with the series, David? Somewhat, yes. Uh, it was one that came up in the anime club that, that I go to. I've, I've caught some of it here and there. Yeah, so you're familiar with the fact that it follows this girl, Toru, who is uh, a bit clumsy, your usual kind of ditzy anime shoujo protagonist, and she encounters 12 people who have the Chinese Zodiac animals. Uh, they embody them, and when hugged, they turn into those animals. It's cute, it's fluffy, it's adorable, it's been done 
But I am happy for the fans that they're going to get a complete series of this. And, you know, it may get a bit of a style upgrade because, as we all know, anime adaptations of mangas that had some extreme detail, including big, shiny, happy, fluffy shoujo manga like this didn't tend to have, uh, you know, a lot to go around. So this might be interesting to see how it goes. This definitely looks like it could be worthy of a uh, reimagining in the vein of Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, Sailor Moon Crystal was criticized at times for being almost too bright and too colorful and too 1080p friendly, but... I never had an issue with that. It it seemed like that was something that people had issues with. Um, I I guess I saw that some of the CGI was not that great. The CGI is probably the most jarring, but they definitely improved it to my way of thinking. Why would you complain about something looking too nice? Nostalgia. Nostalgia is a powerful drug. Well, you know what? I will say I do not ever intend to touch the new dub of the original Sailor Moon anime, even though they've included some of the episodes that never got dubbed, because I have a very strong appreciation of the history and cast of the original, and I love it, warts and all. The Without the... I will go so far as to say that without the original deke dub of Sailor Moon, the Western anime fandom as we know it today would not even be close in numbers. It wouldn't even be close. No. Because they did a one, lot if- Sailor Moon would not have inspired a generation as it did. Mm-mm. Number two, it wouldn't have opened up anime to boys as well as girls. And yes. number three, without the Sailor Moon Deke dub, Nobody would have ever been inspired to make an abridged series. So, well, yes. two out of three aren't bad, but depending on how you feel about that. But yeah, the <laughs> Sailor Moon dub in its original form is something that is truly, truly unique and special. Yes. Um, really quick, I actually want to um, find the title of this book that I've read that is, in fact, a uh, an oral history and com- uh, compilation of the history of the original dub and the process and technology that went into it. Uh, oh, gosh. You know what? I'll find that for you later, David. You could add in the show notes. Um, but it was a fantastic read, really uh, interesting to go through and look at the uh, dubbing director, uh, go through all of his favorite memories. There's some insights from the original characters. I believe they get all five of the original Sailor Scouts to have a uh, little something to say. And I believe Sailor Moon makes more than one uh, quote in the book. It's fantastic read. And like I said, there's a lot of really interesting stories stories and um aspects that went into it that i don't think people appreciate they just say oh meatball head thing bad come on guys it's funny (laughs) i i honestly think meatball head is in fact a better insult than just bun head or dongo head am i wrong Meatball head was the term of endearment i gave to one of my longest and oldest friends because she loved sailor moon and I always called her my meatball head. So uh, to me, it's it is funny, and it's it is a dub that should uh, the Sailor Moon dub should be put in the Smithsonian, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, honest, honestly, it's it's a lot of good fun. You know, everybody might sound like Harley Quinn for some reason, but 
Hey, they it had was a the professional... 90s, guys. Guys, it was the 90s. <laughs> it was the 90s. Bruce Tim was very hot back then. And he's very hot now. Good good art. Good art. Let's see. Um This uh... Well, you know, some now that we've got now that we've got waxing about it, I just gotta say, I think we gotta jump into another nostalgic property, David. I think we gotta talk about Pokemon. Uh well, is the Pokemon's nostalgic because it always uh, it it keeps going. It keeps going. I feel like after the nuclear bombs drop, it's going to be the cockroaches, Keith Richards, One Piece, and Pokemon. The Simpsons so, so, and Pokemon. Oh, God, the Simpsons. Now, that's one. Uh, I'm just going to throw this one out there to everybody. Think about this. Now, in the year of our based God, 2018, the Simpsons have been bad longer than they've been good. Yeah, about that. season 30, guys. Yeah, Three it's a lot. decades. And only <sighs> about a third of those were good. Yeah, I stopped. In, in, in case anyone hasn't noticed, I stopped. I had yeah. to stop. Yeah, everyone did. Everyone did. But what about the Pokemans? Well, David, there was a little trailer of something or other that got dropped, and uh, I'm all for it. Detective Pikachu looks great. I don't care. I didn't play any legit Pokemon games. This looks like fun. This looks like who framed Roger Rabbit. They're taking it so seriously with the crime drama aspect. Ryan Reynolds is voicing Pikachu and just going full front with the snark. It, I, I genuinely laughed out loud, which doesn't happen too much uh, looking at these and, you know, kind of knowing how the cadence, you know, how trailer humor tends to go. And it just kind of, you know, they're so trying to make me laugh. But I did genuinely laugh out loud when I'm watching um, the trailer and they're, uh, Ryan Reynolds Pikachu is trying to get people to understand him and uh, the gal is cooing at him. Oh, you're so cute. You're adorable and he replies you're adorable they can't understand me just i genuinely laughed it was really that was a great i don't know i like the look of this it looks like fun and they just had to throw in happy together by the turtles just to seal the deal for me i'm excited i think this looks like a good time good popcorn movie what do you think david i honestly just don't know I watched this trailer a couple of times. I watched it when it first came out. I gave it a day. I watched it again. And everything came back to... uh, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not damning this movie. I'm not saying, How dare they? This is sacred. This is terrible. What are they doing? Yeah, I care what they do with Pokemon. I'm not... I, I'm not the biggest Ryan Reynolds fan, so he really doesn't sway me one way or the other. The actual premise of Detective Pikachu set seems kind of cool. Like the, the idea that Pikachu will be solving mysteries seems kind of cool on paper. Like I would love the idea of a Detective Pikachu game where you're solving Pokemon mysteries. Huh, or, funny or- thing. It's almost like that exists. <laughs> uh, i'll look for it i'll look for it i believe it's available on the 3ds ah it's maybe one some of those, other choices it's one of those nintendo consoles yeah, I, that i've nintendo, never owned david. in my life yeah yeah david it's a nintendo ip was that not clear yeah nintendo right 
I've yeah. never owned one of those ever. <laughs> I, I'm aware it's kind of a thing about the APOS. Yeah. So I'm. I will take a look at it because I've heard it kind of fills the hole that the new latent game doesn't fill for a lot of people. So some latent fans have come defaulting to that since there's no good latent games anymore. So um, I'll, I'll take a look at that, you know, as the requisite Professor Layton fan. I'll pick up a genuine Pokemon game if possible. But, you know. I, what I, like I will say that, yes. is that if friends want to go to the premiere for this movie, I will not say no. I, I will not be a grump about going to see this movie. Uh, it, it would be the least I could do after taking them to see something like Creed 2, you know? Uh, I, I'm I'm not... Which I liked, by the way. I thought Creed 2 was very good. Uh, yeah, Detective Pikachu. I'm not exactly in love with Ryan Reynolds like a lot of people. He, he doesn't really move me. But everything else looks passable. I'm just excited... And I should make clear, I never really played a genuine Pokemon I, I, I feel, game unless you count I feel like the stadium I'm, games. I'm Larry David right now with that gif where he's kind of looking like he's indecisive of saying, well, but then... That, that's either way. It doesn't have to have coleslaw on it. It doesn't oh. have to have Pikachu. Everybody, Korean pork tacos, extra hot. Put coleslaw on Ooh. Really good. Try it. Well, there you go. Okay, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the biggest Pokemon fan, but I just like the fact that it looks at least and, you know, they may take the teeth out of it later, but it looks like they're kind of taking it a little bit seriously, but like tongue in cheek with it, which I really appreciate that interrogation scene with the the Mr. Mime Pokemon, you know, playing that, that for, for yes. the gags and everything. I really like that. And, you know, I'd love to see this. I just want to see new stuff again, like you know, however your opinion is, I think Deadpool, the movie did kind of like open up a window for people to try and think a little bit differently about the kind that, you know, there, there are other ways to tell a superhero story. So maybe there's another way to do a Nintendo IP. Maybe there's another way to do, you know, this kind of thing. So now let's um, see if Fox and Marvel can resist from making a Pikachu joke in the next Deadpool movie. Let's see if yeah, they can, honestly, let's see if they can resist. Let's see if they can hold back. They, they I want to have back. Ryan Reynolds' career so badly. <laughs> really? I want to be Pikachu. Well, that that's true. Or something. That's true. that's true. You know what, David? When when the inevitable Three Caballeros live remake happens, I'm going to audition for Donald Duck. Do it. I it's got to happen. They're going to have to acknowledge that he's trans because he laid eggs and, like, I don't know, a dozen shorts. The time has come, Disney. <laughs> I'm calling you out. David, if if you can't find me, you no, know I'm, I'm, that the I'm mouse thinking, got me. I'm thinking, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Donald Duck did lay eggs. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Oh, my goodness. I didn't oh, mean to out him like this. I feel bad now. He's probably going to tell people eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and well. You notice how, how even an older guy like Scrooge McDuck, his his cousin from Scotland, is, is very... Oh, very... his uncle. That's his uncle. <laughs> uncle uncle is totally accepting of it and well he might not know but yeah totally accepting of it it's this young ward now he came back 
back from the Navy, totally fine, whatever. Yeah. Discount my pennies. I don't give a shit. You're happy? I'm also cool. a Time Lord. <laughs> he is. He is a Time Lord. He is. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. Also, I'm I'm sorry. I, I never made this point on Twitter. David Tennant is Scottish. Yeah. You everyone... Doctor Who idiots need I, to stop. I thought Why the Doctor Who confused? kids knew that. I thought they knew that. No, everyone was confused. No, no, no. I thought In everyone knew any he was Scottish. Please, no. Do n- never say that to anyone's face. Yeah. They think. Every Doctor Who fan I know knew that David Tennant was Scottish. Well, I'm talking about the the younger kids who are also like hopping from both. Like, are you kidding me? No, he is Scottish. Please. They, they don't know. I also had some Harry Potter fans that were like, oh, wait, wait, he's British. Because Harry Potter. No, 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 he, he's Scottish. Thank you. By the way, everybody, Peter Capaldi, actually from Spain. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> he, he's not. He's not actually. Don't, don't, don't report that. Uh, Jack. Well, now, yes. Th- there is something that that is, I, I know I, I've gone on this rant about nostalgia and everything. But but there's something that was very near and dear to my heart. While I was on a vacation in Austin, Texas, uh, I was just chilling one day, and I decided to uh, turn on my friend's Roku, and I saw that a particular show on Hulu, uh, on the Food Network, was Iron Chef America. So I, I watched a few episodes of Iron Chef America, and then I got the itch. And it may or may not have had to do with the fact that they had some artwork of Chairman Kaga eating the iconic bell pepper uh, on their wall in their house in Austin. And I had the itch to go back to the sensation from my high school days, the original Japanese Iron Chef, where we meet the invincible Japanese men of the culinary arts, led into the realm of Kitchen Stadium by the eccentric Chairman Takashi Kaga. And once I came back, I, I said to everyone on Twitter at CallMeDJM, I'm amazed none of you have watched the original cooking anime, Iron Chef. Oh, you're not even kidding, David. Th- this is the now. show that made cooking anime what it is today. Yes. And Jack, to your credit, to Jack's credit, everybody, he took me up on my offer and decided to check out Iron Chef. There's plenty on YouTube. The Iron Chef America that's in the United States is on the Food Network if you have cable. And it's on it's on Hulu as well. Now, Jack, what did you think of Iron Chef? Now, going in, I remember I retorted to you that my because of the titillating aspect of it, I believed that the best comparison to make to everyone's favorite uh, scandalous uh, food anime currently, Food Wars, was akin to Cutthroat Kitchen, as they tend to use um, some interesting equipment on that show from occasion. Uh, And you replied, no, go watch Iron Chef. And you're not kidding. 
the production of this is insane. There's a full score. There's dramatic music. The camera work is intense. Everything is just this absolute dramatic battle. I can't express enough that, yeah, you've seen reality cooking shows people and yeah they do have the dramatic music and yeah the camera work is there but this is absolute anime this is live action anime and david it didn't just remind me of every cooking anime ever because it is the forefather of that it kind of reminded me of something that i tend to and that i really enjoy and that i know you are familiar with as well it kind of gave me a vibe of ace attorney a bit you know the more I think about that, Jack, I can see it. I can see where you would say that it has a little bit of the influence of of the Ace Attorney series. But go on, please expound. Um, I think that the way that they counterpoint all the different, you know, juggling between the sequences of the cooking and everything is very reminiscent of that. But also, I think especially when they were established chefs is very much the same kind of tone that you get when they introduce your prosecutor of the game in any ace attorney game very much talking them up explaining their pedigree it's really really intense and yeah that's something you get in other anime and you'll know you'll kind of learn what their stats are and what they're all about but just the way that it was handled very much reminded me of that specifically it just had that exact tone to it of you do not fuck with me. I am Iron Chef France, all right? And I am very much looking forward to more because, you know, cooking shows, you guys know if you enjoy them, they're pretty much addicting. Thank you for sharing this, David. This is absolutely the most anime I've ever seen anything be. And it's really something special with Iron Chef because uh, of my generation, we hold it in a very high regard because it is so damn anime and so wonderfully Japanese. And when I show people who like shows on the Food Network, uh, I get them to watch even maybe one or two episodes of Iron Chef America, where Mark Dacascos uh, is playing his role as the new chairman in America, who is the nephew of Chairman Kaga. Uh, <laughs> they get just a little bit of a taste of what went into the original Iron Chef, but it's still somewhat Americanized. It has American chefs. It has chefs from other parts of the world. And it's it's not 100% all the way Japanese, it's, it, but it's still got the heart and soul of Iron Chef. And American then reality television is just not the best. Japanese and, and English, you know, British television, reality-wise, have them just beat out completely. And then when I show them the original Iron Chef, just a couple of episodes, it's always you see or hear that moment of epiphany with them where it's like <laughs> oh i see what this is now this is incredible and it is so over the top and ridiculous and you see these chefs that are all incredibly skilled and the dub is fun except for a lot of the women that's kind of a problem but you got to remember it was like 1997 98 totally different time but it's such a well-done show that is 
so earnest in its eccentricness and unapologetic in what it is. It, and it just, it fills me with joy to see people appreciate Iron Chef. It really, really does. Yeah, this is something that I am, I was aware of, you know, like you said, David, Iron Chef is something that has pervaded everywhere. I've heard people called Iron Chef. That's like a term that has is used if someone de- demonstrates extreme skill in the kitchen. Oh, wow, look at Iron Chef over there. Like, you know, it's everywhere. It's so pervasive. So it's really nice to see that, uh, you know, everything that's being talked up has certainly got some stake in reality. This thing, this show is stranger than whatever you could possibly imagine it to be. Just from hearing us talk about, you just need to go and look it up. It's on YouTube. How much more accessible could you possibly want it to be? Just go. The, the only thing above that would be if I go to your house right now, open up YouTube for you and sit down with you and watch it. And I'm not going to do that because I probably don't know you. Probably. I might do it anyway. I, I just might. <laughs> David's going to make that door to door food <laughs> iron chef story do you have a time to, also, do you have the time for, to sit down and watch for, our Lord for Chairman? the anime fans out there there's a little easter egg for iron chef italian masahiko kobe he he has his own entrance with an orchestra and for you fans of the big o you might be in for a surprise well i'm looking forward to that now uh, David, there's something that I'm pretty excited about, uh, just something a little bit more on the newer side of things. Uh, coming back to Netflix, there's a second season of the gambling anime Kakegurui, Compulsive Gambler, that is on the horizon. Um, and there's been teasing teaser art with some new character uh, some new character models here. We have Megumi Han. As Tirano Toboyami, which is there's this char- character who is uh, looks like she is in a wheelchair. We also have kind of a gone girl looking girl, um, and then some other sorts here, a gothic Lolita sort. Lots of different, various, all female looks like, which is kind of typical for this show. There's a lot of female characters, but they're all interesting. You know, a little bit of a recap. Uh, Kakegurui is a gambling anime that follows a compulsive gambler, uh, Yumiko Jibami, and and everybody pulls incredibly ugly and grotesque faces while they go through some really convoluted gambling games. And it's pretty good. It's not fantastic, but it's pretty good, and it looks great, and Netflix has done a fantastic job with the dub. The animation is fantastic. It's bright, colorful, catches your eye, and these character designs do look really great. So... This is not 100% like most anime, a a red flag, as it might typically be. But I'll be looking forward to seeing how the second season goes. I do know the manga is still ongoing. I don't know how many seasons we're going to get. But I liked Kakegurui, so this is good news for me. That's been a popular one uh, in the second half of 2018. Uh, In the early half, uh, Netflix, of course, had a couple of really big popular shows. Uh, Kakigurui seemed to really take the lead going into the latter half of the year. So it's it's good to see that popular shows, shows that people like, coming back. Yes, Kakigurui is... It's definitely good. It deserves to get a continuation for it. I will say 
there are some frustrating things about it. There are some games that just don't work or they just don't go into depth enough. Like the really interesting stuff is the stuff that they tend to gloss over and then they tend to make character-based contrivances happen. But you gotta have the big, epic, dramatic breakdown of the character or it's not Kakegurui. I mean Ace Attorney. I mean Kakegurui. I mean, you get the idea. So it's still fun. It's if- Right. If Kakigurui suddenly has a cooking has a cooking contest, let me know. <laughs> yeah, everything's all connected suddenly. The apos ever grows ever smaller with its <laughs> ring of media. We or we, have a, we have a knack of bringing things back. So come together. Well, now that I've broken into song, I think that's not <laughs> all about there. wrap it up. That that's that. Jack can't be singing. At least not not on this episode. Not on this episode. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to the anime podcast of some sort. We're back. We'll be back in your rotation again in the not-too-distant future. Go ahead and like, share, subscribe on iTunes. Give us the old five stars. Don't be a hater. Help us out. Help us spread the APOS virus. Spread our hot takes. We're a little bit different from the other anime podcasts out there. I like to think... Everybody follow Jack on Twitter at JackDTylerD. Follow Jack on Instagram at something behind the wheel. It'll probably change in a couple of days. Oh, it's, it's Duck. It's duck, duck behind the wheel? Duck behind the wheel. <laughs> it's All Duck right. behind the wheel. The The Tumblr's still rock behind the wheel because I don't ever go on there. It's just more of the same that you'd get from Instagram. I'm doing pay-what-you-want commissions right now, guys. I'm doing it through the holiday season, probably well into the beginning of the year as well after con because I know I'll need it. So, um, yeah, give me a shout uh, over, over on uh, – Twitter, Jack D. Tyler D., Duck Behind the Wheel, wherever. I also have a coffee at coffee. That's C- uh, KO, not CO, KO slash FI dot com slash HeJack if you'd ever want to support my artwork or, again, request a pay what you want commission. Uh, and just, yeah, go out there and enjoy your holiday. Be your best self and watch a cartoon for me. Tell me what you thought. We really do like to hear what you have to say about the things that we talk about on the show. Or if you have any uh, kinds of discussion you'd like to make about something that we said, a hot take, you'll want to at me, at me. Fight us about Evangelion. Go ahead and fight us. It's fine. Fight me. No, seriously. It's, give it's okay. Give me a genuine reason. that. Give me, give me a genuinely good thing. Truly. A good and, moment and from Evangelion. I'll, I'll tag in. And, and yeah, I don't hate Misato, but that's about it. So, yeah, me yeah. too. I'm at yeah. Call Me DJM. Jack makes art. I make podcasts, record breakers, sports odds and ends, and this very podcast right here, the anime podcast of some sort. And we thank you for listening, and we will talk to you again in the not too distant future. Who dog it? Seriously though, you can fight us about Ava. We don't mind. We'll we'll take you Ava all on. Bad. We'll take you all on. <laughs> <laughs>